بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا وما بعد ما بعد سيدتس Let me ask you one question. What is the most, the single most important, the most critical skill that you need to have in life? Tell me, what is the most, number one skill? Problem solving. Okay, that, that's not, that's a good, I mean, good, good, good response. Why not? Eh? Sincerity. That's more an attitude, not so much skill. Prioritization. Number one skill. Prioritization. Now, why do I say that? For a very simple reason. The reason is that nobody has unlimited resources. Whether it is spiritual, mental, material, money, what not, right? Nobody. Name the wealthiest person in the world. Their resources are limited to the extent of their wealth. Poorest person, same thing. So, everywhere. Now, therefore, if you want to succeed, you must be able to prioritize and say, what should I use where? Right? Now, what is prioritization based on? To be able to prioritize correctly what you need. What? The G word. Goal. Exactly. Right? That's called a remote handshake. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Goal. Now, based on the goal, we can prioritize, right? So, if we have our goal right, and if we are able to prioritize right, believe me, there is only death will stop you from succeeding. Nothing else. Success is inevitable. You will succeed. And the opposite is equally true. If your goal is all foggy, you don't know where you are going, you got 10 different goals. And if you are not able to prioritize, then believe me, no amount of resources in the world will help you. You will fail. Now, this is the question to ask ourselves and say, what is it that I need to do in order to prioritize correctly? Now, what should be our goal as Muslims? That is a simple question to answer. Everybody can answer that. But is it really our goal, right? The rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I mean, there's no Muslim. This is not a great question. Everybody knows that. Rida of Allah. Alhamdulillah. Number one goal, rida of Allah. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with me, then... Everything is done in this dunya. I will be successful. Akhirah will be successful. The theory answer we all know. Hmm? But in practice, if somebody, is, if you ask me, what is, your, what is your goal? I said, my goal is to have Allah pleased with me. Then if you tell me, okay, Shaykh Yawar, I'm going to shadow you. I'll be with you 24 hours. And I'm going to see in your life, is it really happening? Do I see this priority in your life? Right? Now what will happen? If you shadow me and if you do see the priority in my life, Alhamdulillah. But if you come into my life and you shadow my life and you say, no, 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 hold on a second. You said that you want to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But see how you dealt with this person here. In this interaction, one interaction. Then now you are doing this business. If I, if I walk around your place, what kind of business is this? Is this something to please Allah? Then you said you want to please Allah, this is your goal and in this other aspect of your life, this is what you are doing. So no, no, sorry, excuse me, there is, there is a big problem here because you are saying that your goal is to please Allah but your life is showing something else. Now of the two, which is correct? The life.
Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment, الْيَوْمَ نَخْتِمُ وَلَا أَفْوَاهِهِمْ وَتُكَلِّمُنَا أَيْدِهِمْ Right? The tongue will be shut. The hands and feet will speak. So it is the actions which will count. Now in this context also do remember that what we do affects our children. I always say this, I've said this a million times. Now many people have stolen my, my quote. I said, very good, steal it. Use it as your own. That way it spreads more. Now what's my quote? My quote is, children listen with their eyes. They listen with their eyes. You think they listen with their ears? No. They listen with their eyes. Because they don't care what you say until they see what you do. When I, my brother and I, we were about three, three years or something, two and a half years different between us. So I would have, I would have been maybe 10, maybe my brother was about eight. Uh, and maybe even before that. Our father used to take us to every halaka, every jalsa, every bayan that was happening in the city of Hyderabad. Now Hyderabad has, I think maybe, maybe about 10,000 masajid. It's a city of lots of masjid. So obviously we didn't go to all the masajid, but you know, we went to the main masajid and he would take us. Now, for the two of us, it was not even, it, it was not a question of saying, do you want to go? Are you doing something more interesting? No, there, there's not, there was no argument. There's no question of, a, you know, my father was going, we were going, that was it. Like the sun rises in the east. I mean, there is no, there's no argument about that. Now, the good side of it was that we like to go also. He was not forcing us, but at the same time, there was no argument about this. Do you want to go? Do you want to go? No. This part of your... Now, when we listen, think about this. I'm a 10-year-old kid. My brother is 8, year old, eight years old. When we are listening to this bayan, there is this, uh, this uh, you know, whoever the khatib is, uh, he is speaking in, and again, this is Urdu. So, you know, very high-class Urdu. Uh, lots of Arabic in that, obviously, the Quran and Hadith and so on and so forth. Do you think we understood everything? No way, Right? There's no way that a 10-year-old kid and an 8-year-old kid is going to understand. But my father didn't care a hoot. You go, you sit there, you listen to the band. And those are the massages, stone floor. So you sat on the stone floor. That's it. There's no air conditioning, no heating. If it's, if it's cold, it's cold. If it's hot, it's hot, whatever. No fans. We sat and listened to the bands. In my country, in Hyderabad, even to this day, especially these bands after Isha, if it is less than three hours... People feel that they have been shortchanged. They will actually come and complain to you. They say, Yeah, Sheikh. Well, you have not had a lot of time in the past. You have done a lot of work. You have done a lot of work. You have done a lot of work. No, no. We are still working on the other side. We still want more. No, I just spoke one and a half hours. No, no, not enough. You know? Today, maybe you are not feeling too well. I mean, you must be tired. Can you imagine? Eight-year, ten-year-old kid sitting for three... We didn't move an inch. We listened to the whole band. Believe me, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not uh, lying. The khutbah, the the masroon khutbah of the, of Rasulullah sallallahu I never memorized this. I never actually memorized it. You know how I learned it? By the number of bands I heard. <laughs> Every band starts with that. Just listening to the khutbah. It got memorized. So it's like in my dream. I have. So when I, when I do the I never I never actually read it and memorized it. Now, you might say, okay, so this is a good story. How does it affect me? You know how it affects me? Because today, 50 years later, 
some of the things that I heard, they fall into place. And that's not because I'm stupid, but because those are the life situations now when I'm facing them, I get this wisdom from decades before. Now that would not have come if I hadn't gone to that bayan. If my father had not taken us there, we would not know. Now it comes, now it comes into play. Now it is something, it's a resource. This is something which I benefit from 40 years later, 50 years later. The reason I'm saying this is, it is your responsibility to make sure that your children come to the events and things that happen in the masjid. Remember, you know, if I'm looking at Adam here, what am I seeing here? One kid? I am seeing here two generations. Not one kid, two generations. Because what goes into him, he will transfer into his children. So if something good goes into him today, we are taking care of two generations. At least minimum. It might go further, may Allah take it more. But minimum two generations. That is how important it is. So you as the father, you as the Adam's father, Brother Muhammad here, he is taking care of his grandchildren who are not even born yet. Right? That is the actuality and the actual value of your investment in your own children. Seriously, I'm telling you, if you love your children, bring them here. Bring them here. Let them sit, let them listen. And don't get stuck with this, oh, I don't enjoy it. Doesn't matter, life is not full of enjoyment, brother, believe me. Life is not full of enjoyment. The sooner you understand that, the happier you will be, the more successful you will be. When you realize that it, that a lot of life, in success in life, has to do with working your butt off, in doing things that you don't really like. But that is what builds you and builds your resources and builds your wealth and builds everything else. Life is not full of stuff that you like for anybody. But you make those choices because you know that those are the right choices to make. And that happens because your goal is clear and you are able to prioritize. Right? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jala jalalu to give us the tawfiq to invest in ourselves by investing in our children and by that understand that we are affecting two generations ahead. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fill your lives and my life with, with his noor and his barakah and his hidayah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jala jalal to, to help us to do that which is pleasing to him and save us from what does not please him. Wa sallallahu ala nabi al-kareem wa alihi wa sahbihi al-mayim bi rahmatika al-mahim.